was brought to you by the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview the people that makes your natural hair products and the people behind the chair and today's episode we have miss ivado she is going to tell you her journey her natural hair journey all the way in sweden about the products she had to use and how she started her natural hair care line the natural as well as how she is a formulator. So sit back, relax, and get some history as well as knowledge. And don't forget to leave your comments. Share with at least three people if this episode or any of our episodes add value. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. How about you? All right. Please introduce yourself. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, hi, my name is Eva Dwarfs, and I live in Sweden. I'm the owner and founder of The Natural. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's a hacker brand um, that uses botanical ingredients to create hair care products for um, black women and uh, biracial women. Okay. So, I like to always take you back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, growing up in Sweden, how was it like? Especially being here, being natural. Well, actually, uh, I grew up in Ghana, where I came from originally, and then I moved to Sweden in 2011. Okay. So that was about 10 years, uh, 10 years ago. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Sweden has become my second home now, <laughs> but I'm originally from Ghana. Okay, so growing up in Ghana. Explain how that was. <laughs> yeah, growing up in Ghana, um, we were having natural hair. I was having natural hair up to the age of eight years old. And then after eight years old, then I started perming my hair. I, my mother started perming my, our hair because, uh, well, <laughs> it was too much of work. They felt like, and you know, so there wasn't a lot of people rocking natural hair. Almost everyone was either perming their hair or wearing weave on or, or wigs or something like that but yeah permed hair was in fashion in vogue at that time so you don't see natural hair so i started with natural hair when i moved to sweden okay yeah. so going to sweden with natural hair how was that whole process for you well the whole process was a bit um, I don't know how to explain it, but I would say that it was kind of um, 
step by step taking the step because i had to kind of like i wasn't really sure because i wasn't seeing a lot of people having natural hair because i live in a uh, mostly uh, white predominant um, country so we, uh, there are not many black people and the black people I see were always wearing wig on weave on or crochet then I decided to go on YouTube to look for videos um, to help me take the plunge and do my hair so I didn't know what to do with my half permed hair and half natural so after watching watching a lot of videos, then I decided to do the big chop. I just took a pair of scissors, stood in front of the mirror, just did the big chop, and that was it. So I had like two inches of hair that I didn't know what to really do with, but I had to do something about it. So you went to the mirror, okay, yeah, and mm. you chopped your hair off. Yeah. How did you feel? Because I thought we would be crying as I was coming by here. So, kids, you can do this. You can do this. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I, I, it took me, I would say, months of, like, one or two months of watch, watching YouTube videos. So when I stood in front of the mirror and I cut my hair, I didn't cry. But my my question to myself was like. You cut your hair. Now what? So what? But <laughs> what happened was that the day before, I went to an African shop and I bought gels, living conditioner, shampoo and conditioner. So it's like when I wash my hair after cutting and everything, then I did a wash and go. Uh-huh. You know, but then I wasn't satisfied with my wash and go because the product, it was a Cantu um custard or something that left some flakes in my hair wow so yeah <laughs> so yeah it, it was difficult finding products actually okay so by you telling us that it's difficult to find products in sweden where you're um currently located now how did you go about making your products yeah um it started with um me i would say in my journey started kind of like in 2017 2018 where i i started experiencing hair loss but then it was only um around last year where i had to go and seek professional help for my hair and i couldn't get any help because i, I mean the doctors were kind of like belittling my uh, my condition was like it, it's nothing wow. it's okay it's nothing but i knew that deep within me there was a problem that was causing my hair loss because i had my son in 2017 and then i had postpartum shedding so i thought maybe it was gonna be okay but then the problem kept on you know increasing okay. it's like i was just losing hair. i saw that my hairline was just receding and i was like I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I tried to put one or three things together, but I really couldn't find answers. So when I went to the doctor and I was like, can I do this test and whatever? And then they are like, yeah, everything was okay. All your minerals and vitamins are okay. But I felt like there was still something wrong. And mm-hmm. in terms of product, I would say the majority of our products, 90% or we even say 98% of the products for Afro hair comes from the US and the UK. Mm -hmm. And when they come here, you have, due to the 
import fee or the import tariff that are on them then they are a bit you know expensive and yeah and you don't find a lot of variety so if i want to buy let's say some product that i feel like it's clean beauty it's natural and it's organic it comes from the u.s then i have to buy it either online and then they will ship it to me so i will have to pay for dhl fees and then when the dhl comes i have to pay um dhl some tariff and it costs a wow. lot yeah it costs a lot so and most of the products you find now i would say for the past two years it's getting better because you can find i mean as i am uh Mayel, i mean miel uh, i mean a whole lot of brands but still it's still not enough you know yeah yeah it's it's still not enough there is a i mean there's huge work to be done and when you go to the african shop forget it you don't find a whole lot of variety so what i do i sit and buy my product online like we have i have about two web swedish website that are selling a lot of products Uh-huh. that comes from the US and the UK and I know okay if I'm looking for this brand I will get it but if I go to the afro shop I don't get what do you get at the afro shop the afro the afro shop you get kantu you get aunt jackie you get sheer moisture and uh, I mean all those brands like pink luster and stuff like that but when I mean the variety I, I I I want to see other brands. Like if I want to see Miel, if I want to see Ke- okay, probably Kerake exists, but if I want to see Kemet Biologics, if I want to see um, even there are some type of sheer moisture that I wouldn't even find in the stop because sheer moisture keeps on you know having new stuff, and there are other brands as well. So uh, they are not really coming into my mind now, but I've used yeah. some of them, you know. Yeah, but the only the other issue that I had as well is the product I was buying from the US or UK that I felt like I really like when they come it it has heavy scents and I'm very sensitive to scents. So wow. it's like it scents that lingers on even after you have styled your hair after two three days sometimes some of them on my pillow if I decide to like get my hair my hands into my hair and maybe for some reason pass it around my nose or my mouth then it even stays on my it's like i can lick my lips and feel like oh my gosh <laughs> the product is on my lips you know so it, uh, yeah. yeah it's been yeah so all this issue made me feel like i i i mean there is a need for us to create products uh, that are natural that are organic and that also use botanicals you know because i'm into ayurveda yeah i was about yeah. to ask you about that you must do the yeah. next question yeah talk about that because i know on clubhouse you always mention mention a lot about it so yeah speak okay. on that so ayurveda it's an indian an ancient indian traditional medicine uh, that dates back like more than I would say about 8000 years ago uh-huh. and it's, it says that uh, an imbalance between the spirit body and mind th- then creates an imbalance in a whole lot of each let's say if let's say your diet is not proper then it means that your body is lacking something and as your body is lacking something then there's an imbalance in your 
mind in your spirit so all the sicknesses that we see that are out it's because the body itself has an issue so now in ayurveda we have some herbs and some oils that um you can use on your skin to solve some problems on your hair to solve on your scalp to solve some problem and that you can even eat you know to solve uh-huh. the problem so but they all work together so it means that if your body has an issue even if you use ayurveda topically you are not going to get the result because inside there is still a deficiency yeah okay so now so uh, you wanted to ask a question yeah yes i want to ask you a question mm-hmm. so or is it you take it in your um like do you eat it or you drink it or do you put it in your hair yeah i i i I do all the three. I eat it. Uh-huh. I I I eat it or drink it uh-huh. and then I apply it on my skin and I apply it on my hair. So let me give you an example for example. For example, um let's say I'm having issues uh with sleep like insomnia. Then we have ashwagandha which is uh the ashwagandha root so it's it's made into a powder so some people can take it as a capsule but you can take the powder and mix it into warm milk and drink because ashwagandha uh, is an adaptogen and adaptogen means from the latin word means adaptare means that the, it allows your body to adapt to stress and become resilient so um, as an adaptogen so you take it and then it kind of like it makes your body relax so that you could go to bed and sleep now you have herbs like moringa which are full in ions are rich in ions and in other vitamins like c and so many vitamins which you can sprinkle on your food or use as a spice or mix in your smoothie same for amla for example and you you, you can eat them you can apply them onto your hair you also uh-huh. have um other herbs that are like saponin saponin means that there are herbs that contain foaming agents whereby you can mix them with water it foams and then you wash your hair they are like shampoo and Indians have been using that for i mean thousands of years to wash their hair for example mm-hmm. so some of the herbs are consumed and some is for beauty you know on your skin and because they solve problem let's say neem for example is antibacterial antifungal and antiviral so it can be consumed and it can, it's used on the skin and on the scalp especially for people who have lice or ringworm or something like that so that's so that's the work of ayurveda okay. so uh i would say that when i started experiencing hair loss then i started researching about ayurveda and then i started putting all my ingredients together i will i will be testing okay let me test this powder and this powder or this oil and this oil and see what it does for me so that's how come i started digging deep into ayurveda doing my research doing some tests and yeah i decided to <laughs> to also use my knowledge to help other women who are suffering from hello you haven't mentioned this yet but you are i think you graduating because you are a formulator 
Yeah, I'm currently a student formulator. We'll be graduating hopefully next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's that whole experience? Yeah, it, it's um, really amazing and interesting because when you start uh, the course, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there, are, there are some parts during the course you feel like, yeah, I know. But it takes you back to the basic. First of all, what is skin? Uh, the, it's the biggest organ. How does it function? What can be applied on the skin? How, how to be careful, how to create your product, how to sell them legally, how to preserve them. Preservatives are important because some people will be selling their product and say, oh, we don't use preservatives. But there is this fallacy because preservatives, um, are na- there are natural preservatives and then there are synthetic preservatives. So you learn about that and you learn about how to, for example, troubleshoot um, a product that you made. Okay, maybe I made a product, but it was a bit too liquid. What do I do to make it a bit thicker, you know, mm-hmm. instead of throwing it away? Or maybe this one can cannot be safe. But it's also challenges you to be more creative it increases your creativity because you you have ingredients in front of you and you're like okay i could piece a b c d and do something mm-hmm. and also you always get up and you always want to buy this oil or this herb or this botanical this hydrosol to create something so it has challenged me to to become more creative yeah that's what i that's amazing yeah Yeah. so with preservatives yeah you you speak on it it's um, a lot of synthetic ones and all naturals you know how when people create their own hair care brand Mm -hmm. or let's say facial whatever it may be and Mm -hmm. they say all natural this episode was brought to you by the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview the people that makes the natural hair products for you and the people behind the chair. If this episode or any of the other episodes add value to you, please hit timeout and share with three people to help them on their natural hair journey. And follow us on all podcast platforms and all social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. Mm-hmm. and they say they have to use natural they use natural preservatives mm-hmm. okay how long do these natural preservatives last the reason why i'm asking is because we know that once it hit the shelves at these stores mm-hmm. that they have to have a certain preservative so it could last on the shelves now yeah of course you have to pay attention to the dates of when it expires and stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in order to be on the shelves it has to have a longer uh, a different type of preservatives so can you go into detail about preservatives a little bit, if, if you don't mind? Yeah, okay. But for the natural uh, preservative, okay, when you make your ingredients, and let's say for ingredients that do not contain water, that are really oil, oil, they need antioxidant to function so that the oil does not go, doesn't have to go rancid. Like oil, butter, and waxes wouldn't go rancid. Now, when you have water in your product, it doesn't stop at preservative. Once you've added the preservative to it, it has to go through different challenges. It has to go stability testing, challenging tests, because let's say I'm making my product here in Sweden and I have to send it to you, Candice, in the US. Mm -hmm. It will travel. 
so how is it going to be the condition how is it going to be will it get to you with mold and bacteria in it and we have different preservatives there are some preservatives that will work up to a certain ph let's say if it's from ph 3 to ph 6 or 5 it works after that it doesn't work so you will have to kind of like put two or three sometimes preservatives together to boost it for it to be on the shelf now when you make your product you also have to say for example let's say your product has to last between uh, one year to two years then they will test your product against that because there are some tests that you do at home yourself before you even send it to a lab for them to do a test for you so there are natural preservatives that's why we um, you don't even find organic preservative because there is a difference between clean beauty natural and then organic because organic most of the time is certified by a certified body that says it's organic but then because of the of how preservative works they have to kind of like boost um Uh, how do you, they need to be boosted to work efficiently you have only natural preservative we haven't come to organic preservative now and because people are more conscious these days they don't want any um, ingredient that they cannot pronounce so mm-hmm. that uh, mentioning this um, I, I, i don't know so they are kind of a bit uh, you know kind of like ah uh-huh, we don't want uh, um you know this preservative or because it, it it's carcinogenic or it does this and that and that or it's formaldehyde and stuff like that so i don't know really how it works in like you see in the in the us as you say that people who add synthetic so that it will last longer on the shelves i don't know if they are supposed to do that but for those of us who are studying natural and organic we have specific natural preservative that we are supposed to use and you also as a, a skin care formulator to determine how long this product is going to be on on my customer's shelf because somebody will have most of pe- the people that buy um how do you call it in, in their hair care product or skin product they store it in the bathroom and mm-hmm. you know the bathroom it's you know it's really tight there's no window and stuff it, can get easily moldy and stuff like that so yeah <laughs> i know the wow. preservative it's a, a bit you know it's a bit uh, difficult so these days when i even buy a product myself i read the ingredient list i want to know where the preservatives are okay yeah. you mentioned earlier about a few minutes ago about preservatives most people do not want to you know buy certain parts because they can't understand or you know can't sound it out. Do yeah. you think that's kind of a little crazy because all you have to do is basically we got Google all these types mm-hmm. of ways safari any any kind of way to find out what that actual word means. Don't mm-hmm. you think people should just take, like take the time out and you know when they read the back of something actually you know figure out what what this word mean what this word mean and stuff so that way they be more educated on the natural hair instead of just saying I'm not going to buy that product because I don't know what's in that and someone or or even that or even say well I heard that this product right here has this in it and they say it's bad for your hair because you know most people give you mm-hmm. misinformation they yeah. will miseducate you on your natural hair yeah. and cause you not to buy products that's actually help you with your natural hair how do you feel about that 
Yeah, okay. The, in, in terms of research, a lot of people don't have the time to do the research. Like you and me, we will do a research. When we buy, let's say, I have a hand cream in front of me here. I'll read the ingredient list when I come to, let's say, something. Okay, I have an ingredient, let's say, glycerin, caprylate. I'll be like, what is that? Okay, I'm Googling. But a lot of people don't have that time. And they don't even want to make that effort because they trust you that you know what you are doing. The second thing is preservatives have so many compound names. So, yeah. for example, uh, one preservative that we use um, a lot in natural uh, in our course has about three, I think, three, four, or five names together. So, when you see it on the list on on my ingredient list, if you Google only one name, you might not end up having that preservative unless you know that. All the three or four names that are listed here, I need to write all of them in the because most of most products when you are doing your uh, labels, you have to write the inky name. We call it the international nomenclature. Nomenclature. So that's what it's supposed to be. So somebody is not going to come and write, for example. Um, I don't know which preservative I'm, 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 uh, that is coming into mind now. They are not going to 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 come and write it there for you. To, they will write the inky name, which is the norm, which is accepted by all the bodies. So it's very mm-hmm. difficult for someone to go and Google inside and start searching. Unless the person is like you and me, we know what we are dealing with. Then we write all the names in the Google and search that information. And we're like, okay, we are sure she's talking about the natural preservative but most people want to do that because it's a lot of work i just think people (laughs) are becoming lazy okay that's what it is they want what they want at the instance i have a drop of a dime boom i need it now but they don't take the time out to educate themselves or find someone that's going to be able to educate them because there's a lot of things on youtube okay YouTube has YouTube University has helped so many people, okay. <laughs> and but at the same time, you get some people that miss give you the wrong information sometimes, okay. But it's like people don't take the time out, like, look, let me make sure that is correct. What she said, okay, boom, because someone else is talking about the same thing on on, on a channel, and they're like, oh, okay, put the two two together. It's like. The way the world we live in, and everybody want now. They want instant growth. They want instant curls. They want yeah. instant everything that they don't take the time out. And when they hair doesn't perform the way that they want it to perform, then yeah. they quit to say that product doesn't work. This doesn't work. That don't work by not even doing taking the time out to educate themselves. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree with you because we more on the majority of people have curl envy sometimes or. We want our hair to perform in a certain way. I know that I've, I've been, let's say, five years natural, but not until this year when I decided that I am not going to bother myself buying some specific gels or curling cream to yeah. do my twist out so that they will come out curly because they, they, they don't. They just do what they do. So <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. So the only thing I do instead of using gel, because I find that gel just make my hair a bit um like it's like I have product builder. I just go for a mousse. And I feel like it works for me. I don't need my hair to be extremely defined. 
just let it do grab some small curls inside then i can do my path and then i'm I, i'm gone you know mm-hmm. because if you want to your curls to perform in a certain way it won't and let me say this, especially those of us who have the type four hair we always want our curls to perform like the type two or type three it's it's not possible we just have to enjoy what is going on on this hair and you know <laughs> let this hair do its thing because it's like a, a baby that decided i'm not gonna listen to you so <laughs> i won't listen today <laughs> yeah so on your product line do yeah. you make soaps and conditioners No, I haven't started making uh, soap and conditioners. Now, now I only do butters and oils and pomade. But gradually, um, we get into doing shampoos, conditioners, deep conditioners. Uh, I mean, curling cream or moisturizers and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a process because I started only this year. I'm kind of new in the game. Okay, so can yeah. you tell us a little bit about your pomade and the um, butters and your oils? Okay, please? my oils and pomade. I use Ayurvedic herbs to 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 make them. And in also when I'm selecting my ingredient, I select my ingredients based on what each of them perform and okay. how they will perform together. For example, my oils. For example, I like to choose them based on the fact that they contain phytosterols because phytosterols promote hair growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the herb as well, I make sure that herbs, for example, a lot of herbs, uh, most of the herbs have a whole, they could have like um, a broad spectrum, how they work. They, they, they condition your hair, they um, help your scalp, to uh, to stay away from dry and itchy scalp or even flaky scalp they prevent the premature grain of the hair mm-hmm. so yeah and, and 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 so on and they clean your scalp and you know that's how i i put them together because i do a research okay yeah this one has been scientifically because there there, there are not so many scientific research about ayurveda because ayurveda used to it it works but it was used in india a lot but it's only recently that the western world has started discovering the benefits of ayurveda and then everybody started jumping on it but it has always been there it's not anything new it's not like we are reinventing the wheel but it's oh, yeah. just that people are making it known because a lot of youtubers started uh noticing the benefit of it and for example when i started the first two herbs that i started with was fenugreek and amla why fenugreek because fenugreek has this capacity of giving your hair some kind of volume it's like as soon as you yes. apply it in your scalp you see that it's in the sleep and then it gives your hair that kind of volume that you you don't have and my hair is not voluminous i really would like to have a voluminous afro but i've seen changes in my hair because my 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 curls or my strands are thicker shinier you know and, and so on and then even in coloring my hair i don't go for semi-permanent or permanent i just go for henna and indigo to just color oh, okay. my hair and it works 
when I when I did it the first time, I was like, mm, is this going to work? Because I have gray hair that I feel like is really stubborn. And to my surprise, it colored my hair. My hair became dark, and it even took me. I would say now my gray hair is coming little bit, but it it took about six weeks to eight weeks for even the gray hair to show up, which I wow. didn't believe at first. I was like, mm, no, and I have highly porous hair, so I was like, uh, is it going to work? Yeah. But it did work. So I believe strongly in Ayurveda. You know, I have tried so many things, like especially teas, herbal teas with. With all the teas that we drink, this episode was brought to you by the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people that makes the natural hair products for you and the people behind the chair. If this episode or any of the other episodes add value to you, please hit timeout and share with three people to help them on their natural hair journey and follow us on all podcast platforms and all social media sites facebook instagram youtube you name it at home let's say the hibiscus uh, black tea green tea even mm-hmm. coffee you you just have to you put them in your hair because the the beauty about it is you don't get side effects you understand as compared to let's say if you are losing your hair and you go to the doctor he said you have to use a cortisol or you have to use minoxidil or again the side effects are there and sometimes they don't even grow your hair you will use use for months and the hair is not growing like you want but when you try ayurveda it's it's gonna take some time so i tell people all the time when you want to try ayurveda you need cp consistency and patience and you're going to see results. You cannot rush that process. I'm glad you said that because besides using that type of um, herbs and everything, mm-hmm. most people, they don't pay attention because mm-hmm. if you need to have patience and grow your natural hair, it's not going to grow overnight. Mm-hmm. So everything that you do to your hair is patience, 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 patience the whole process. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you said the word patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah patience because i started using it in 2018 and we're in 2021 now but even when i started in 2018 i wasn't consistent i will use it once just leave it go to and buy another product i was really a product junkie but then uh towards the end of 2019 i decided that you know what i'm not buying any more deep conditioners in this house all i'm going to do i will just be mixing my powders and that is going to be my my deep conditioner so the fenugreek the amla and then gradually you can add more herbs. let's say you start with two herbs and then you gradually you add one and then you're like oh it's working then you add another one and so on until you build your own um herbal ayurvedic hair care regimen you know without the side effects of store-bought products let me ask you a question yeah are you against uh store bought products or do you no. think that people need to go ahead and start trying going towards more this way instead of store bought products? I still buy my products in the stores. Okay, even though I buy them online, I'll say I still buy store bought products. I still use 
store bought shampoos and conditioners mm-hmm. yeah but i also have my ayurvedic regimen because i do it like let's say if this week i did an ayurvedic regimen then next week i will use a store bought product and so on you know because ayurvedic uh, herbs are really strengthening so sometimes when you after using them you feel like your hair is a bit hard or kind of like a bit dry or something so mm-hmm. you can't use them too much you know you have to be careful because it kind of like the way people can be sensitive to protein so you have yeah. to do a, a, a balance between moisture and protein so that's how i do mine so i still do my store-bought product but one thing i've i've been doing when it comes to store-bought products i go look for something that is more on the botanical side or it's more vegan mm-hmm. yeah, that's what i do because i would like the store-bought product to be as close to my own herbs since i'm into botanicals i get to that level where i oh this product okay what does he have oh it has this herb and that and that and that herbs in that okay i use them so i trust them so i take them is it hard for you to um, find a lot of products that's um vegan uh, or you just well there is there is this brand that is danish that is vegan that i use Mm-hmm. yeah you know it doesn't cost i mean i would say it it's it's not costly maybe you might find a shampoo for like uh, should i say uh, five euros or something like that but it, it, it it's okay you know but when it comes to shampoo i have only one shampoo that i use because whilst i was going through this hair loss the dermatologist looked at my scalp and she was like oh i think you have scalp fungus so she gave me one she recommended one shampoo that i'm using and which has been working for me fine so i was like why change it if it's not broken don't fix it so I that's, know that's my right. so that's <laughs> my soul shampoo and it's not doesn't even cost it's like five euros i was like yeah i use it and i'm okay because it has no sulfate no parabens no nothing and it was tested by I mean, um, the board of the dermatology. So I'm like, okay, I think just take it. After washing my hair, my hair doesn't feel dry, not even my scalp. So, you know, I, I just continue. Okay. Yeah. So you have um, a club on Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell us about it? So the yeah. audience can know, you know, if they're mm. on Clubhouse, they can go and listen yeah. when you talk. Our club is called the Cosmetic Formulators Club. We host it every Saturday at um, 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. Swedish time, and then I think BST, that's British time, it's 7 p.m. So I don't really know the U.S. time. I think maybe 12, should be 12 p.m. also in the U.S., yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a um, club where we discuss about DIYs about uh, Ayurvedic herbs or botanicals. We talk about skin care, skin routine, hair care, hair routine. We um, bring facts about the skin, the composition, the science of the skin, the science of hair. So we have different um, uh, themes that we have. We even have, um, for example, let's say a certain week we could talk about skin. The second week we 
could talk about hair the third week we could talk about bring your diy's what diy's have you done that you have succeeded when you like or you've really failed and you said no i'm not doing it and then the fourth week we have question and answers come with your question and answers okay you can come oh i think i have issues maybe detangling my daughter's hair okay yeah we 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 give you we we can help you then if it's something we think that we can take one on one then we ask you to contact us and then we could have like a consultation with you so yeah we believe in diy's because first of all as skin care formulators uh most of us started from our kitchen Yes. We just mixing stuff. We didn't know what a formulation was. And some of the big brands that uh are now bigger are bigger compared to L'Oréal or something started in their kitchen. And mm-hmm. what one story we take is the story of um uh, Estee Lauder who is now big and is buying uh the brand Estee Lauder is buying so many uh, brands all over the place. And let's say uh, one lady that uh, we watch, we have watched a movie, um, Madam C J Walker. Mm-hmm. She started in her kitchen, so that's how people start, and then they become formulators, and then they know what percentage to do and whatever, and then you, you you fail as well. Today you decided to make a cream. Wow, marvelous! The cream came together. The following, let's say, the following week, you are trying to replicate the same. And then something just happened, and then your cream just separate, and you are like, "What did I do?" Or maybe there is one ingredient that you added that just spoiled all the chemistry. So we talk about that. There is no, um, it's like there is. We shouldn't be afraid of doing DIYs, but then we also let people know that when you do your DIYs, you cons, you use them on the spot, or you freeze them for a certain amount of this, or you actually preserve them. Because anything that is going to go on your skin or on your scalp, if you don't preserve it, then you get yeast or mold or infect uh, uh, mold, and then that's the beginning of infection. And then it's like you are doing um, uh, I, I don't you know which word to use. It's like <laughs> what you are trying to achieve, you are doing something against what you are trying to achieve. Yes. Yeah. So that's our um, uh, room, and this Saturday we are going to start uh, a mini masterclass series where we are going to discuss how uh, small businesses that are in the cosmetic uh, business, like beauty entrepreneurs, uh, can market their products, learn about branding, leadership, and. You know, so wow. so many. So it's going to start from the 16th of October up to the 27th of November, where we are going to have guest speakers who are uh, experts who are coming to talk about everything from your brand, from your mindset, leadership, relationship in business, social media. That's marketing, good. Etc. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, oh, see, yeah. Uh, everybody's listening. Audience, listen to me. If you're now in the clubhouse. You need to get on Clubhouse because you yeah. want to meet some amazing people. Yeah. And they also give you these master classes that can help you build your brand from scratch. So you better get on it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So is yeah. there anything else you want to leave the audience before you leave? Yeah. Um, when it comes to hair care, uh, I would say my brand, it's not only about 
making products. My mission or my goal is to educate women about natural hair, the science of natural hair, and the issues that we have when it comes to our natural hair. Because hair loss is so many factors and is um, it's a symptom. It's like symptoms that say that there is something within our body that is going wrong. That is why we are having hair loss because hair loss is a process that starts from three to six months ago before you even see it out. So when you see your hair getting out, it's a process that started three or six months ago. But then there are a lot of, like I said, a lot of factors and people seem to forget because people come to me and say, what product can I use to um, make my edges come? Then I get back to them with my most famous question and it's like, well, how is your diet? Are you taking any medication? Yes. Do you have any medical conditions? Etc. Did you have you given birth? Are you going through an emotional trauma? Do you have stress? And oh. my yeah, there are so many. And my last one is are you lacking any vitamin and nutrients? And that is one thing I'm focusing about. Why? Because this is what caused my hair loss. Mine was compounded, but all these factors came back to uh, vitamin deficiency because once I was overworking my body, going through stress, working, doing diets, I was dieting, I was doing intermittent fasting and whatever, my body was lacking the nutrients and vitamin it needed you know, so my body was using the reserve of the vitamins and my hair was like, okay, now I'm unemployed. I don't have anything to do, so I'm not going to perform. So people should know that if your body is lacking some vitamin and nutrients, definitely it's going to affect your hair. So all yep. the products that you are buying are zero because products are supposed to just beautify. And, Amen. And just, <laughs> and just boost the hair growth, hair growth. But inside, you need to do the work. And that I have learned it the hard way. So I always emphasize on that. Whenever I'm in a room, I said, inside first and outside. Because I could come and sell you my beautiful oil and tell you that it's going to grow your hair in four weeks. But I'm lying to you because I know that you have, you probably have other issues that you need to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I want to leave with people. And I also want to add that when you buy a new product, you should give yourself a minimum of four weeks for it to grow. Because hair growth grows to different phases. We have the anagen, the catagen, the telogen, and the exogen. So when you buy that product, that product in which, what phase are you in? So you need to give yourself four weeks to start seeing results. And sometimes our results are different some people hair grows very fast some grow a bit slower so you can't just say oh i bought this product i use it for two three weeks and it didn't do for me so i'm just leaving it and going somewhere you need to be patient and be consistent with that product so that's what i would like to leave with people today and also if you haven't tried ayurveda or ayurvedic herbs and you want to try it please give it a try <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you before yeah. i let you go we always play a game which yeah. one has to go okay yeah so you tell me which one has to go okay hey grease 
comb, brush, and hair pick. Which one has to go? Um. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I would say brush. Why? Uh, because uh, brush could be uh, harsh on our curls. Let's say for it's harsh on our curls. We have to be gentle with our curls and uh, you know use our fingers much more than the brush. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to mention hair grease because ah, uh, it works for some people. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed you so much, Thank so you. so much. Thank you. And I will be every time you go on Clubhouse. You know, I'm gonna be in your room showing. Mm-hmm. So much support and love. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Vado. Yeah. And until Candice. next time, God bless and thank you. Thank Bye. Bye bye. What was your key takeaway from this episode? I'm gonna tell you my key takeaway. My key takeaway is that everybody has a journey okay this is missy vital all the way from sweden she is telling us her struggle of not being able to find products for her natural hair and i know on every episode you hear people say i couldn't find the right products for my hair because it wasn't working now grant you every product out there is not going to work for everybody's hair okay that's number one number two you should learn your hair porosity so that way you'll be able to know how much moisture your hair needs, what your hair needs. You need to really get in touch, intimate with your natural hair. Take the time and just like figure out what your natural hair needs. I use the word intimate because when you're intimate, you're taking your time. You're figuring out strand by strand by strand or whatever the situation is to figure out what best makes your hair better. Okay. So that's why I like to use the word intimate. So be intimate with your natural hair. But Miss Ivado, she didn't have a brand that could work for her hair because the country she was in did not support African-American mixed people texture hair. It was more for the Caucasians, um, people with straight hair, 3A hair, you know, real fine, thin hair. So she had trouble finding products for the 4C here. So instead of getting frustrated, what she did was, for one, went to school to be a formulator. Two, she took the time to be intimate with her natural hair and figure out what her hair needs. Three, she actually made a hair care product in Sweden, okay, to help with people that cannot actually, literally find the right product for their natural hair all the way in Sweden. So that's some of the key takeaways I take that I've taken from this episode. But you also got to remember this, okay? Everybody, I'm going to say it again, everybody's journey is not the same, okay? You're not going to find the right products for you here sometimes, okay? That's why you got to do your research. You got to really dive into it. If you're serious about taking care of your natural hair, being intimate with your natural hair, whether you have locks, it's a fro, if you just... Whatever style you have to your natural hair, 
be intimate with it, okay? Be intimate. Get to know your hair, all right? So those are some of my key takeaways. I want to thank each and every one of y'all for taking time out on being an amazing listener. I want to thank you for all my sponsors. I want to thank you for all my guests. We're down to three episodes. Three. We're down to three before the season ends. So, again, I know a lot of y'all probably get tired of me saying thank you, but I'm going to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because without y'all, this podcast will not be where it is today. It's because y'all are listening all over the world. We just added six more new countries to our listening platform. Oh, my God. It's just so amazing. It is so amazing. And it's because of y'all sharing, y'all comments, emailing us. And letting us know what you think or what you need help with, okay? Because, again, at the end of the day, our goal is to help you grow natural hair. So, we're going to make sure you have some of the best of the best natural hair care. Stylists, barbers, cosmetologists, um, people that make natural hair products. That's our job. Because we're going to interview them, okay? And remember, all of our interviews are nothing rehearsed. We don't write down nothing. I don't sit there and I have my questions but I don't give them out to to the actual person I'm interviewing because I want genuine answers okay I don't want them to have time to think about it because I am still a consumer okay I'm just like you I am the consumer okay I don't want someone to sell me a sandbox in Florida or send me a bunch of BS, okay? Because you're trying to get my money and stuff. I want someone that's genuinely that's going to care for my natural hair. That's going to help me grow healthy hair. And if I have any questions, and I know a lot of people, multimillionaires, you know, that stuff doesn't have enough time to answer all emails and stuff. They have someone to answer it. That's fine. But I want to guarantee somebody's going to 24 hours answer my question. Okay, and these people that I interview, they're here for you. They're here for you on your natural hair journey. They are here for you. Okay, so I would like for y'all to listen to, definitely listen to my last three because my last one, you're going to want to hear this one. All right, she's amazing. That's all I'm going to say. She's amazing. You're going to want to hear that last episode. Okay, but I have three more. Next week, I'm going to hit you with two, one at eight and one at nine. And then we finish it off. With the one episode that you don't want to miss, okay? But thank you, thank you, and I can't thank y'all enough. And if y'all want to be a part of season four, do not forget to go and book your next interview with us, okay? Let the world know about you, your brand, and how much you love your natural hair. Because remember, we interview the people that make your natural hair products and the people behind the chair. And if you're just someone that's just passionate about your natural hair come you can still be interviewed be on our podcast you can tell us about your journey what you've been through or if you're just someone that's starting your natural journey natural hair journey and just want us to like talk to you and guide you on our podcast it's fine the floor is open okay and remember whatever you ask is not a dumb there's no such thing as dumb questions okay if you don't know, ask. And I appreciate everybody that's been in my inbox. Ask me questions about hair. And I've been able to respond back. I really, truly appreciate it, okay? And take advantage of a lot of codes that I have been um, pushing out this year. They're still valid. So make sure you go out there. Get, 
look, I'm trying to get you out on discounts. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to help you get this products at a discount price. Okay, y'all go out there, show support. Okay, because at the end of the day, remember this. Okay, we're here to help, and they're here to help too as well. And season four will start back in February, so you know. Those, like I said, I want to be on there. Y'all t- tune in. It's coming in February. But again, God bless. Thank you. And until next time, make sure you go to YouTube, Instagram. We on LinkedIn as well. We on Amazon. We on everywhere. There's a podcast platform. We are on there. Okay. So there's no excuse that oh, I missed the episode. We even on our website, kinkyhearculture.com. You can click to get the, the latest episode. Okay, so there's no way that you can miss us. We are here, okay? And remember, my email is always open for support, okay? We're here to support you, okay? All right. So, again, God bless. And don't forget to share with three people if any of our episodes add value. Share it with at least three people. You never know who you help on your natural hair journey. But God bless and until next time. Cause it was time to change my life To become the woman that I am inside